Hello, everyone, and welcome to Straight Talk Nursing School, the nursing school podcast where you do not find top 10 lists, you do not find tips to pass your classes, you find real boots on the ground nursing school experiences from your host, or should I say today, hosts. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only, the illustrious Alex who I have been hyping up since day one, has finally found the time to make an appearance on our humble podcast, Mr. Alex. Oh, you're too kind, sir. You have, I have some huge expectations to fill. I don't know if I can fucking do that, my man. I see those cheeks turning red. I do. I do. I get a little <laughs> fluster, you know? Hey, I can. Uh, you can ask Kyle. I, he knows that I have the... Uh, the gift of overhyping people. Oh, and really? Then, and then the listeners are disappointed when they actually listen to him. Okay, okay. Well, you should use that <laughs> skill of yours to find me a woman, you know? Hey, I could try. I okay, could try. let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, yes, Alex is finally here. Hey, hey, thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no, thanks for being here. I would, I'm, like I said in the very first episode that I know you haven't listened to yet, uh, I was like, dude, I want to get this guy on the show. And so now that we're like actually finally here, I feel pretty good. And I did... I did invest a little bit of extra money into this setup so oh, that we could do. Okay, okay. Like I didn't have the option for dual setups like this before, but now um, I wanted it for a long time anyways, and it's not that expensive. But uh, anyway, so Alex, I would like to ask you some questions because uh, like we already talked about, but just, what do you think? We're like six weeks in, year one. How's it going? You know, it's it's a lot of time management. And it's a lot of kind of what I expected going into it. I mean, I knew it was nursing school and every one of my coworkers and friends that has gone through the process has mentioned, hey, you're probably not going to have time to focus on any other hobbies or skills that you might want to partake in, Yeah, which, which I was okay with. I mean, this is something that I wanted to do for a long time and this is what I have invested my time in now that I'm getting a little older. Um, but yeah, it's, it's going great. It's... You really have to know how to manage your time yeah. and uh, just handle all the things that the teachers just keep compiling on you. Yeah. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. The content is hard. Yeah. It's it's majority of what can you do to make your life easier so that you're not cramming at the very end and you're just fucking yourself over yep yeah and um, and look at this you when you do have good management skills like you do mm-hmm. and uh if i can say so myself i i think i do too yeah i would agree we have time to sit down and record an award-winning podcast i mean let's not hype ourselves <laughs> up that much but yeah let's get there you know yeah. let's get that dough <laughs> yeah we just uh it's it's living proof that yeah it's hard and it's time consuming but if you do it well it's mm-hmm. not like it's going to completely consume your life to the point where you can't do anything fun. Mm-hmm. And you still have to study. I, w- I would highly recommend studying every day just because it helps reinforce the material that you learn. Um, and so if you don't think you have what it takes, then get the fuck out. That's no. right. Don't <laughs> be that guy. We were, So we were talking about earlier, uh, there was a gal that was in our um, prereq classes and she got accepted into the program and then didn't, never showed up. You know, just, it it's just it's shit like that that really just just irks me and just let, let me channel my inner Peter Griffin. It grinds my gears. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's 
like I, I'm personally friends with uh, a, another peer of mine who is the number one alternate in our class for this term. And if or, you don't know what that is, so when you have nursing schools that accept, you know, a certain number of people each year, you have uh, the people that get in and then there are alternate lists of people that just didn't quite make the cut. But um, if somebody from the list that did get in doesn't show up or drops out before it starts, the alternates get to take their place. I actually don't. Do you know if every nursing program does that or is it just certain system like point systems or lottery systems or, you know, that's a very good question. Yeah. I, I'm not sure, but I think okay. a majority of the nursing programs and don't quote me, maybe med schools as well. Oh, okay. Do that as well. Gotcha. But anyway, um, yeah. So you have the alternates that have the chance to get in if somebody doesn't show up or fails out. I think it's in the first like two weeks or something. If somebody yeah, drops right. out in two weeks, then they get to fill those spots. But this year, because of COVID, they didn't allow students Any in. alternates, none, zero, yep. zip. That's a lot of lost money that the yeah. program is losing out on because of COVID. No kidding. But what really irked us about that one gal is that, uh, like we've already talked about, there are people who would have killed to be in her position oh yeah hands but down. she just straight up moved away mm-hmm. just she got accepted and then moved states yep and she like, accepted her seat into yeah. our nursing cohort and didn't even notify any of the faculty that she was not going to be attending anymore yep. and we didn't i didn't even find out so she was originally scheduled to be in my clinical group yep and we didn't know that she was in or out of the program until the day of our first day and yeah. realizing that oh this person's not at orientation. She's not even here anymore. What's going on? It was just so all those people that just got shafted because of COVID alternate lists. Like just, just if you accept your place in school, guys, please just go. Just go, and then if you fail out, you fail out. But at least you tried. Mm-hmm. Everyone needs to have that closure. I mean, we've all been there. <laughs> yeah, well, I hope we don't get there. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah. So now um, I did notice that. Uh, I started the thing off with like, oh, this is not a place to get tips and tricks. And then the first thing that we did was like, okay, so I recommend studying every day. And uh, so we we have to put this behind us. We have to move on. Sounds good. We have to talk about. Let's talk about the real shit. The real shit. The stuff that happens behind the scenes that no one tells you. Behind closed door. The curtain has been pulled. We uh, Exactly. When you secretly cry because you're like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? What is wrong with me? Why did I choose choose to do this? This torture. It's so terrible. I'm I'm up at night all night with beeping in the back of my head from like monitors and shit at the hospital. Actually, that's not true. That's my life. Yeah. <laughs> I, so I'm currently still working while I'm going to school. Yeah. And so you, I, I that is an interesting perspective because you work as a CNA. Yeah, I do. Uh, in the hospital. Yep. And I don't. I worked in long-term care, but I don't work as a CNA at all anymore. I'm doing pizzas while we're while we're at nursing school. So you have way more clinical experience than I do, not just of you know, school clinicals, but actual hospital experience. Sure. Even if it's not from a nursing level perspective, it's still, um, I'm still getting exposed to that environment. Yeah. And I'm sure that at some point in your nursing career, you'll be on shift and definitely not follow a nurse that says, Oh, you're in school here. Come do this. And you'll definitely say, no, that's outside my scope of practice. I can't do that. I'm not a nurse. Yeah. Don't do that. That's a big no, no. Yeah. That's how you get fired. I'm sure you'll do that. I'm sure you'll say no and, and not give, take the opportunity to get that extra experience. Um, but how is that so far comparing, I don't even know how to ask this question, but, um, from your perspective as a CNA, 
have you do you think that's helped you at all with the clinical side of things so far with school we're kind of short on you know we're only six weeks in so it's not like we have tons of experience in the clinical setting as a student but still yeah uh that's a great question so me working as a cna i've been a cna for a couple years now and the stuff that i've learned uh working as a cna has definitely applied to some of the knowledge and skills that you learn while you're going through nursing school and for example, like in my clinicals, like some of the stuff that I knew prior has definitely helped transfer to, uh, I guess, how do I, how do I put it? Uh, being able to grasp the content a lot easier compared to some of my other classmates that uh, have not worked one day as a, a CNA. Um, like I could tell, like some of the nurses that even I work with now that have zero CNA experience, they have a hard time really establishing that contact uh that personal relationship with the patient oh okay and so some of the, sometimes they would just uh not even oh gosh how do i say this uh maintain that they they, they don't know how to establish rapport to, to yeah. put it simply and so um we if just... you ever have the opportunity i highly highly recommend uh, exposing yourself to that medical field and working directly with patients. Otherwise, I feel like you're going to have a harder time understanding how to apply some of the, the simplest tasks, really. Yeah, I could see, you know, we spend a lot of time the first six weeks of school just focusing on uh, really basic stuff like communication as, you know, professional communication and therapeutic community, just stuff that nurses sure. have to do. And having that foundation is got to be super helpful. Um, but you can also get that. I'll, I'll throw out there too, that you can get that experience working in other industries as well. Yeah. Um, like I worked in pest control before I became a nursing student and you gain a lot of that same rapport building skill um, just from interacting with people that you're, selling a product to even though it's not like a i say that you think of like a car salesman it wasn't like that at all it was you know they call you they have an issue oh i've got ants in my kitchen and you show up and you're like okay here's what's going on you know here's what's going to happen if i do this here's the idea you know you just give them options and but you do get the opportunity to talk to people that need your help and then uh problem solve it and um excuse me do stuff like that so um you can get that experience in other fields but it is just way more helpful to have it at all but especially in the medical setting um yeah you can't just be book smart all the time i mean granted when you just put your head in the books and pass your prereqs just to get in a program sure that'll get you one way but if you're not street smarts you're gonna have a hard time knowing how to interact with anyone just right. because of how diverse the population is yep i grew up on the streets hey yeah. man <laughs> me too homie me too <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's it's a different world. It's it's kind of cool. Um, and then you, as a CNA, you already have that foundation of CNA level of care. That's something that I we should talk about too. You, I don't know if you heard about it at all or seen it. You've probably seen it. There is a hierarchy in medical in the medical field of I'm a nurse. I'm not going to do that because I'm not a CNA or I'm not a you know. Yeah, they they try to not uh, bring that into light as much anymore but you definitely see that still to this day yep. like there are nurses that will still treat doctors as just a god they put them on that pedestal mm, the doctor's always right 100 yeah exactly no that's fucking bullshit man yeah. the doctor is never always right there are times where even me as a cna 
have been like, no, that doctor should not have done that. That's complete horseshit. Yeah. And they are putting that patient in jeopardy. And then you go, like, say it to the doctor's and I, face. Exactly. And you I punch say him. it to the punch him yeah. and then lose my license yeah. and then I completely get kicked out of the program. Give him, like, a sweet, like, sweep the leg and yep, yeah exactly code uh well you know uh working as a cna i have seen some shit man yeah like and i want to hear about that shit yeah some of the stuff that uh that you even dream about like so i've i've worked in the er setting a bit and just some of the stuff that you see is just in awe like i i would not even believe that this was a real thing like i can't tell you how many times where a patient would come in and they would complain, uh, let's say, I don't know. Okay, like for example, I had this patient one time come in and he's in a wheelchair and he's complaining that he has uh, some discomfort coming from his stoma. Okay. And, um, like in his neck or? No, it, no. Was, it was in his uh, uh, abdomen, abdominal area. What was it for, do you know? Oh, I think it was from his prior history of having rectal cancer. Oh, okay. I see. I'm like a, uneducated in a lot of medical stuff. Like I, the only thing I knew of a stoma was from like lung cancer or uh, throat cancer. You know, and that and they had the robot voice. Oh no, 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 that's no. all I associate stomas with. So no, so he so he had a colostomy bag. Oh, okay. And, and so that's where you collect all the shit. You know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so he comes in and he's getting. Uh, he said he was having pain from that area, and. Um, so we get him checked out, do all that shit, and eventually it came to the point where he, uh, the doctor was just confused with what was going on with him. Like he had no idea why he was having this pain, and so it, it, it eventually it came down to him having getting a random blood test of STIs, and yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. we we were uh, at first we were, I was dumbfounded. I was like, why? That sounds so stupid, and so. Uh, sure enough, it came back positive for gonorrhea and syphilis <laughs> in that area, and it, it <laughs> sir, sir. So I think you have some explaining if, to if, do. If, if any of y'all have you any of y'all heard of side pocketing? Like, if not, look it up on Urban Dictionary. It's it is foul. <laughs> like I had never heard of this until you told me about this the other yeah. day, and it blew me away. Yeah. I, so. Literally, the so the patient. If you're listening with kids in the car, now yeah. is the time to plug their ears. Yeah, plug their ears. You don't want to hear this. Uh, <laughs> so the, this patient eventually tells the doctor that, hey, you know, um, I've been really low on income recently, and so I have had strange men fuck me <laughs> in his stoma, in his stomach. So literally, just imagine a guy. Just standing there, and they're they're just fucking someone's stomach. That's essentially what side pocketing means. Like, it, how fucked up in the head do you have to be to even allow <laughs> that to happen to yourself? Hey, when you're low on cash, dude, anything anything goes. You got to pay those bills. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, that's the. Oh, so man. that's just one example of some shit that I've seen. And I've also seen like, uh, what do you call that? Uh, Terminator feet. So no, I don't. Uh, I don't know what that is. So like you know like in the movies in like Terminator, uh, you see him melting in the pit of in the lava in the lava or I think whatever it is whatever yeah. it is and he and you see that his bare skeleton yeah so in the medical field Terminator feet is essentially the same thing where you just see the bone in none of the skin oh okay oh none of the skin yeah oh and, uh, yeah and so uh, I had a patient one time he was riding his bike and he des- decided to ride his bike wearing 
no no protection and flip-flops <laughs> so like motorcycle or bicycle like a motorcycle motorcycle okay, okay, not, okay. not like not like the ring ring yeah yeah, the, yeah, like yeah. The <laughs> room, you know yeah um so anyway he was just wearing a, a bro tank so a tank top <laughs> and shorts and flip-flops and he comes in because he had to quickly react to an oncoming semi and because of that he got pinned between the mm. uh road and the bike and because of that the skin ripped off from his feet uh yeah as someone that rides motorcycles i can first of all say that not all of us are that stupid every time i see someone riding with flip-flops even just flip-flops but it's usually if you're not safety conscious enough to wear if you're so safety unconscious that you decide to wear flip-flops on a motorcycle the chances of you also wearing like just a bro tanker shorts are pretty high. Yeah. So yeah. it kind of goes hand in hand. Um, just get that douchey mentality out of the way. Yeah. Man. And it's always like a safety first people like a ninja, like a 250 Kawasaki mm-hmm. like, sport bike crotch rocket. Um, you know, I even asked him, so what kind of bike was it? It was a Honda CVR 600 CC. I was like, at least you have good taste. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was the bike okay? That's the most important question. Oh, uh, sadly it wasn't. Uh, I know. I hope you had it covered. Mm-hmm. So many people just don't, you would be amazed at how many people, uh, just especially in our state, mm-hmm. they just don't get their endorsement and they don't uh, they don't get insurance. They just get a bike, and the cops usually don't pull you over. I mean, that's everyone kind of knows that, unless you're clearly driving way too fast. And it, it is if you're on like a sport bike, they you have a higher chance of being pulled over. But like I've never been pulled over. I have a cruiser, like a Honda Shadow, so you know, nice. low. It's yeah, it's not a sporty bike, but even on the sport bikes, the chances of getting pulled over if you're not being really stupid are pretty slim. Mm-hmm. So people just, just fuck it and then mm-hmm. just hop on and drive around with no insurance, no coverage, no uh, endorsement, nothing. It's yep. Just dumb. So yeah, it's, it's just stupid. That's just some of the stuff that I see. I've seen plenty of impalements. I've seen plenty of, uh, oh God, uh, shampoo bottled up someone's asshole. Uh, I didn't believe it until I saw the x-rays myself. And I've seen that makes jackass when they shove the toy car up Steve-O's. I think it was Steve-O's it's a, ass it's or a Bam's re- ass. It's a real life thing. Yeah. People actually have finishes <laughs> for that. It's disturbing. Uh, I've seen plenty of uh, batteries and chicken bones up there. Nice. Uh, oh, chicken bones. No, yeah, I know. Don't, don't right? break. Hmm. Splinters. No, 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 no bueno. Oh. It, it's just. Yeah, it's just just be a, just be a normal person. Yeah, like, just be a normal guy. It's like I don't care if you have fetishes, but just keep it to yourself. Don't bring that shit into our lives, and we have to help you treat it. How do you take a chicken bone out of somebody's ass? If you don't mind me, is it just a laxative, you or know, you, you got no like, idea? Oh yeah, you weren't the nurse. Yeah, I wasn't a nurse. I was just a CNA, just helping out. In some ways, you know the the whole thing. I won't do that. I'm not a CNA. I'm mm-hmm. not going to wipe this person's ass. Uh well no but you're gonna have to pull a chicken bone out of it so yeah it's, it's the perks else. of being a being a nurse mm-hmm. um so I want to talk to you about my clinical from from sure. this, this week because this was the first time that I for it was this first is your time first day ever yeah was this your first day ever working a twelve hour shift in the hospital no. setting in the hospital setting yes not in uh not at all the twelve hours was what I worked uh, when I worked long term care okay um but and that that was that's a whole other story but. The time wasn't a big deal. I was fine all day, um, even with COVID and the whole, like, you can't drink water unless you're in a break room, which is irritating. But we had a really good day. Um, as someone who's never seen it before, it was really nice. It was a med surge floor, so um, pretty standard, nobody wants this nursing job 
level of care. You know what I mean? So what was it like for you? Were you nervous going into that? Uh, yes. Just because of the interactions or just because of the... Uh, just because you weren't, you were out of your element. Out of my element. The interactions. I've never been concerned about patient interactions. Um, You're a pretty sh- social person. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've always been, especially with the older population. I've always been good at talking to I've people. I've noticed it's bizarre. I don't know why. It's. I don't know. Uh, I. They just love you, man. I know. It's okay. It's, I get hit on by old women at work all the time. Oh, that's. It's, it's oh. flattering. But at the same time, it's like, man, I wish you were just a little bit younger. To <laughs> see what that potential could have been. Yeah, that's uh, if that violates your um, that violates your license. I think you can't you can't have work relationships. But uh, <laughs> no, hey, if it's not brought up to people's attention, you know, anything can, ha- anything can happen. You know what I'm saying? What stays in the patient bathrooms, or what happens in the patient bathroom stays in the patient bathroom. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, no, it was. I'm not worried about the interaction part of it. Although I will say. Um, only being a CNA and not knowing, not feeling confident about my knowledge base as a, for a nursing level uh, of care. You just didn't know what to expect. You know yeah. the flow. Yep. I don't know the flow. I've never been in the hospital before. If they ask me questions, I'm not going to know the answers. And I just don't, I don't like knowing that I'll be in that position. And granted, it's only our first term. So yeah, the, the, our, their level of expectation out of us is very slim. Yeah. And I, we made sure to, um, let our nurse know and everyone that was there like look we're first year this is day one year one for us like we are the greenest you can be for nurse so they knew going into it um it was kind of a bummer about our nurse she was really nice um but that i was assigned to she was really nice but she didn't involve me in anything unless we asked like uh we were paired up it was two of us you know um so unless we were proactively like oh hey we're seeing you're about to go give this guy meds can we come with you she wouldn't try to involve us uh she seemed like she was really busy all day you know it's funny that you mentioned that because i had that same exact experience when i had my first day of clinicals yeah. as well the only time that i would ever get any sort of exposure was if i had to go out of my way to my assigned nurse and ask her hey can i come follow you and watch you pro- do uh, whatever do whatever yeah, yeah. um and it if everyone had that same experience, I would be like, oh, this must just be the norm. But that definitely wasn't because when we got together for our little powwow in the middle of the day and we could report how everything was going, some of the other groups were like, oh, our nurse is great. He's like t- really good at teaching us and he's like trying to involve us in everything like w- to watch him. And like he's just super helpful about, hey, I'm going to go do this. Let's go do it. So um, like two out of the four groups that were there that day were um, experiencing that kind of nurse. Mm-hmm. And then the other two, us and the other group were just like, no, we kind of have to. You have to take the initiative a little bit and yeah. um, take take just ask. You have to try to involve yourself. The only time that she did, and this is cool. I haven't told you about this yet at all. Uh, the only time that she told us about anything that was happening, because we only have the one patient that we're assigned to for the whole day, so not much going on. But um, we picked a patient that had uh, septic arthritis. Oh, cool! Which was su- like it sounded super cool on page on paper. We were like, "Ooh, this sounds really cool." Yeah, uh, I've never heard of septic arthritis. Like, I know what the two different things mean, but I've never seen them together. And so it ended up being like really boring because he didn't really need anything done all day except for uh, getting a pick line inserted. Oh, cool. And so we got to be in the room and watch that happen. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty cool. I uh, Was that your first time seeing that happen? I didn't even know what a pick line was. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, he basically just takes like a guitar string and shoves it up his arm and into his heart, which mm-hmm. was kind of cool. But um, we got to watch the whole thing from start to finish. Uh, the guy came in and... I didn't know that was a nursing job either. Um, I, the more little things like that that you find out that I'm hoping to find out during school of like, oh, 
after talking to this guy, we just assumed he was like, I don't know, like a IV tech or something. You're yeah. some kind of technician. Yeah. Uh, but he's like, no, I'm an RN. I was like, what? He's yeah. Like, yeah, this is my job. This is what I do. Mm-hmm. I was like, dude, that's an awesome specialty. I I don't think I would want to do it all day, but it's cool that that's another option that you can pursue if you wanted to. Um, but yeah, he just came in. It took like 40 minutes. Uh, the guy was cool. The patient was cool the whole day. And he was super cool with us too as students. Um, our nursing instructor, uh, our clinical instructor was... Um, I mean, when we were going over our assessments that we did on him after we did them, she was like, oh, yeah, you guys, I mean, you got a dream patient. I mean, this guy was super involved. He was super nice. He was really like, oh, let me tell you what happened to me and like try to give you some food to think of for your diagnoses and stuff like that. That's awesome. The patient was super cool. I kind of feel like I got screwed a little bit because he was so good that Mm -hmm. every other experience now isn't going to be as good as that one. Yep. So now just more to be nervous for for next week. (laughs) But um, no, it was a really good time. Um, By the end of the day, like you said, we had a shitload of downtime. So Mm -hmm. um that was where it also kind of ties back into our nurse wasn't involving us and stuff. If she was, we wouldn't have had as much downtime. But uh, and since it was your first day, it was probably a lot of paperwork that you had to do yep, before you even allowed to see the patient. Yeah. Um, although we didn't get checked on that really, um, we went in and met him before we had our paperwork done. Oh, okay. She was our instructor was pretty cool about like oh just you know I'll come around and then check stuff off as you're doing it, but as long as you got the one couple pieces of paper that you had to have done like right at the start, the one that you turned in and all that, it was, she was pretty cool about that. We, nice. I'm jealous. Yeah. No, we had a really good time. Yeah. Um, but our patient was super cool. He, uh, I'm trying to think of what, Oh, that's right. I was going to say he's, he was just like, he was an old guy, you know, he was like in his seventies, but, um, way more flexible than I've ever been in my life. Like he was just sitting up in bed, like putting his hands over his feet and like just uh, when we were listening to his lungs, you know, on his back, he'd just, Oh yeah, here, let me sit up for you. And he'd just bend over and put his hands over his feet and just hang out there. Nice. And I was like, dude, you're so flexible. And he's like, yeah, I've been doing yoga for like 15 years. Like he does, he did uh, hot yoga. Oh, that's cool. Also maybe think of Joe Rogan with this. Yeah, exactly. He was like, yeah, I've been doing hot yoga for like 15 years. You know, it's like 120 degrees in there and like, it's just super great. Blah, blah, blah. He's just such a cool dude. Uh, and I, I felt bad for him that he had to deal with it because he just, he didn't deserve it, you know? Okay. Okay. <laughs> so don't get me wrong. I, I, I'm glad that you were very fortunate to have a, such a good patient, but not all patients are going to be like that. I know. There are some asshole patients that you don't want to deal with, don't want to help, but you still have to yeah. still have to do your job and provide the high-quality care that you uh, sign up for. Yeah, I know, and it sucks because now, like I said, every other patient's not going to live up to that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. So uh, what about you? You've had more experience than me. You had the two weeks of... Yeah, uh, so clinicals. I've already had two weeks of clinical experience. Um, it's just, just based on our program, that's how the schedule worked out. Yeah. And and so the first day, I wasn't as nervous just because I've already been exposed to that type of environment. But uh, yeah, it was just a lot of paperwork at first. Uh, the patient that I had assigned both weeks and nurses, they were great. Um they were both veterans, uh, the nurses, and so they knew like what they were doing. military veterans or just long-term nurses? Just long-term nurses. Oh, okay. Um, and so they knew what they were doing, um, and it was cool is that, like, in, during nursing school, they teach you a lot on the proper steps and what to do and that kind of stuff, but then when you actually get to the clinical setting, they will, they, they tell you in school not to take any shortcuts because that 
violates protocol and you might put the patient in jeopardy but there are some steps that you can take that you can definitely skimp by and get the work done more efficiently i'm not vouching it for it just it's it's out there man it's everyone it's the same does way it. in every field everyone there, does it there's uh there's always stuff that well you know on paper don't mm-hmm. do this in real life sometimes you got to do this yeah yeah and so i remember so one patient that i had he he was in for he had a an anastomotic leak in his colon uh, because of uh, prior history of rectal cancer. Oh, okay. And so, so, so what that means is that there was a leak in his colon, um, and so they had to surgically go in again, and um, and what resulted of that was that he got a temporary uh, colostomy. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, the big thing with him was that he had to uh, learn, pretty much. Uh, get taught by a wound ostomy nurse how to change out his own bag. And what's cool is that uh, I got to uh, witness that firsthand. Because it, it, in all my years of working in CNA, I've actually never seen someone actually change the ostomy bag before. Oh, really? Yeah. I've seen that. Yeah, I've never seen it before. I would always empty it, and it's uh, trust me, it's probably one of the least favorite things that <laughs> I get have the pleasure of doing. It, it it's just no no thank yeah, you no we know <laughs> no like i would happily wipe your ass more than empty an ostium bag <laughs> it is disgusting to me it is a little gnarly um see you were talking about his uh you were saying that um oh right uh so yeah i got to see firsthand how to yeah, sim- oh, yeah. a simple of a task of changing out a colostomy is a lot easier than uh what people uh, hype it up to be yeah but yeah so that pretty much, that, that was the extent of my uh, clinical experience. I didn't really learn anything new. Oh, it sucks. Yeah, because uh, so a lot of the first term, I feel like it's basic CNA skills that you it learn is. and reinforce. Try to get that CNA mind uh, out the door and try to incorporate the mindset of an RN. That's hard for me so far. And I wasn't even a CNA for that long. I mm-hmm. only worked as one for like seven months, mm-hmm. but um, still just coming at it from i still want to kick problems up the chain yeah. too easily yeah. i'm too much like every problem you run into as a cna is oh get the nurse exactly and so i'm trying to do the it, same thing here with okay get the doctor yeah but it's hard for me that. too because i'm so i'm so used to oh if i see a problem i simply just report to the nurse and that's pretty much the end of it yeah and with the well, while going to nursing school you have to be like oh crap now i have to solve now i problem. actually have to solve and figure out what the hell is going on with my patient yeah and it's just a total different atmosphere because there's a lot more, a lot more on your plate, you know. Yeah, it is. It's it's hard to. I'm not used to it yet, and I don't think we're expected to be used to it yet. No, you know, we're six weeks in. Exactly. But um, by the end of this, like, just thinking ahead of like, am I going to feel competent? I don't think so. Not I by the end. I hope so, man. We gotta pass our upcoming upcoming exams yeah, first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been talking about. We're, we've been studying for the pharmacology exam tomorrow. Um, I think it will be fine. I think so too. Uh. Oh, I forgot to mention, since you're here, sure. I, I definitely, on our first exam, I talked about the results of that and how you got 100%. Oh, did so you? So fuck you, first of all. <laughs> uh, but just just study, boys just, and, and girls. I'm not being trying to be gender inclusive. How dare you, sir? I know. I'm sorry. It's, this is an inclusive podcast, sir. It's the 21st sir. century. I yeah, know. You got to get with the times. I know. I'm sorry. No, um... We ha- actually, since the last episode, we've had another test. We have. Uh, yeah, we did. So you get to tell the people. So you got 100 on the first test. Mm-hmm. How did you do on the second test? I got 100. No, I did not no, get 100% again. No, it didn't get. I yeah. got a 
before. How? Yep, you're a failure. I know. I know. I I am just dishonoring my people. Yeah, it's. I'm sure. I mean, your parents were probably very disappointed. In you. Yeah, for sure. And before you start lighting your torches and grabbing your pitchforks, Alex is Asian. Yes, I am. It's okay. What's up, y'all? Yeah. <laughs> He is, uh, what are you, Chinese and Korean? Half Chinese, half Korean. Yep. That's, that's a that's get the best of both worlds. Yeah, interesting combination. You know, get to love Chinese food, get to love Korean food, get to love white people food. You get the trifecta. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, but anyway, uh, so yeah, yeah you got I, only a 94. Got, I only got 94%. But you know, you know what's funny about that is that I've had so many people come tell me, it's like, hey, while you're in nursing school, you don't want to try to get A's. You want to have the mindset of trying to, like, if you are averaging B's or even C's, C's get degrees. It is totally true. It's the the grading curve is different. It is different. Um, it's it's not the usual like uh, 70 percent, seventy to eighty is not a no. not a C. So it's like, so prepare that uh, you might want you're gonna have to maintain uh, a minimum of seventy five to seventy eight depending on your program. Yeah, I mean some of them even eighty. I've yeah, heard. exactly. And you just want to just like duck your head and just fly under the radar because you don't want to be uh i guess noticed by the teacher it's like boot camp it, it really is because 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 i shit you not like there are, because i have been getting really good grades on my test i think i get special treatment uh by certain professors already and it's only been six weeks into the term yeah i remember you telling me about yeah, this. yeah like even during clinicals like uh i have a professor where I she simply expected me to know a lot more on the topic and uh, kind of had this expectation where it once I was taught a skill by her, I had to go around and teach all my fellow peers, which is kind of bullshit. You know, it's not your job. to. No. Like, it's her job to, to yeah. teach. And it's just I don't want to have that fall under my place. Like, what if I learn something wrong and then I apply and then I teach someone else the wrong skill? Yeah, it is kind of weird that they that they delegated that to you. Yeah, it, it's so that, that kind of irked me. But. Whatever, man. It's if you got a ninety four this time, it won't happen again. Uh, I mean, <laughs> hopefully, I get another hundred percent. We'll see. Yeah, I just uh, don't want to be in the position where I'm having to fight to stay in the program. I'm, I've, I've done a good job because I got an eighty six, which then was bumped up to an eighty eight because nice. it gave us gave us a point back. Nice. Um, on that last test, and it didn't break my heart like I thought it would because I was, you know, I had the four coming into this thing. How did you do on that first test? Oh, you got like a 90, 94. 94? Okay. Yeah. yeah, so you're still maintaining high A. High yeah, B, I have a high A. Or, uh, or, or low A, it's high B. Low A, that's what I meant. It's like a 92 or 3 right now, I think. Um, But it's just, I'm not broken hard about it. Like, I'm not worried about keeping my 4.0 anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, But I, I wonder, the only exception to C's get degrees is what about bridge programs? Do they look at your grades? Oh, I have no idea. I think they might. They actually might. So you probably want to, I want to get at least, I mean, a decent, a 3.5, uh, 255, mm-hmm. somewhere in there. Because um, I do know that there was one or two uh, RN, MSN ones I was looking at that required at least a 3.25 or 3.5 to apply. Okay. And so. Yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah. So I wonder if that's a thing. I never have found a straight answer on the internet so far of most of them are the same thing. It's like, dude, yeah. don't care. doesn't matter. Nobody asks you what your grades were in nursing school. Just graduate, get your RN, and you get I mean, a job. I mean, if you're perfectly content on just getting your ADN and not your BSN or even further than that, then yeah, just maintain that C average and get that degree and go work as an RN. In, in a nursing home yeah, in exactly. five years because you're not like going to get a hospital job with an ADN. No, and I think it's really important to 
uh, get that BSN nowadays. Nowadays, and I want I should also point out it's not right now. You can still get an ADN RN um, position at a hospital at a hospital right now, uh, but they're predicting in the next like five to ten years that that's gonna kind of it's gonna be kind of like what LPNs are right now, where hospitals aren't hiring them nearly as often no. in some of the in parts of the country. There are some states that still do, and but. even nowadays, I think. It depends on which, like, what setting or community setting you're in. Like, if you're in a more rural area, I think the more likelihood of you getting hired as in, with just having an ADN certification is a lot higher than if you're at a big city like Denver right. or New York City. Yeah. Where you LA. Almost guaranteed that you'll need a BSN to land a job. Yeah. And that's why I can't decide if I want to do the RNBSN or the RNMSN because I know that the MSN will always be. You can get any basically any job you want that doesn't require a doctorate. Yeah, you'd be able to get that with an MSN. And you want to go into teaching, don't you? Is that why it's, you're it's in the back of my yeah? yeah it's it's head. it's a not you know you can't do that right off the bat. Yeah, at least I don't think you can. But uh, you have to have a RN knowledge base of experience. But um, yeah, it is on the roadmap that I have in my head. Sure. But uh, the MSN I just know is a guaranteed job security for life one like you'll never need more than a math or at least a master's to um what am i saying just i know that you'd be set Mm -hmm. bsn maybe in 20 years isn't going to get you some job that it does now you never know Mm -hmm. but uh adn for sure adn is not going to be a long term unless you get in like right away i think that you know if you work at a place for a decent amount of time they're going to keep you around if you're a good nurse yeah that Um, makes sense but yeah anyway just a food for thought yeah food for thought so is there anything else that you want to we've been going for well it's only been 40 minutes actually that's oh, not nice. that bad that's not um, bad at all and i'm i'm perfectly okay to keep going too yeah get another 20, get another minutes, 20 in. minutes in yeah, yeah. get it for the first straight talk hour-long podcast mm-hmm. and you know what i forgot to do what that i wanted to at the start because it sounds so good i wanted to say we're live in straight talk studios does that not sound amazing? <laughs> you, Straight Talk Studio? You noob. Yeah. And I totally spaced it. And then it came back to me like five minutes ago when we were talking. I was like, oh, I forgot to do that. Damn it. Oh, senpai. I'm going <laughs> to have to do it next time. We're live from Straight Talk Studios. Now you just sound like Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. I just tried to find my bike, Dottie. Oh. That's pretty bad. Hey, I know you don't want to be that guy getting no. caught in the movie theater yeah. wanking it. You know? No, I don't want to be I don't uh, want to be Pee Wee. Do it in your own home setting. Yes, stay. Don't get caught. Not at the table, Carlos. No. I've walked in on patients masturbating before and it is fucking Un- awkward. Unpleasant. Oh yeah. I just oh shit. I'll I'll come back at a later time when you're all done. <laughs> <laughs> when I worked in uh long term care, I floated a lot to the dementia uh unit. So you probably see that often too. Yeah, yeah. Uh there was there was one guy I'm thinking of in particular that um one there was one day where he had visitors showing up. It was like his daughters or something. <laughs> he was jacking off to his daughter? No, 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 oh. no. She him and her, and her and his grandkids, her and her grandkid his grandkids showed up. And he was like out in the community, you know, the little kitchen area where everyone sits to eat. And uh, we just, she, she, he hadn't seen them yet, but we looked over and he was just kind of sitting back and oh God. rubbing. He wasn't like in yeah, his pants. Yeah. He was above, you know, above yeah. his pants. But I was like, oh, uh, I let the, one of the other CNAs know. And then I went, hey, let's go, let's go to your room. And mm-hmm. uh, I think you're going to have some visitors here soon. Yeah. So we, we got <laughs> kind of rectified the situation <laughs> before rectified. Ah, <laughs> rectified the situation. But yeah, um, it was it was a good it was a good time. Oh, too but, funny. 
there was a few guys there at the at the long-term care place that had to be uh, moved out of certain units that they were living in because mm-hmm. there were women in the units and they mm-hmm. were just too pervy. Mm-hmm. It was, it was uh, it's kind of sad because it's de- either demented and so uh, not in the mean way, but like actual dementia and um, it's kind of it's it's sad, but um, sure, but it happens and you just gotta deal with it. Yeah, so. you know, I kind of want to go back to the topic of so. In our in our uh, nursing cohort specifically, we have a few students that are uh, uh, sec not, not second year specifically, but oh. uh, people that have been in the program the year prior, but they didn't have the grades to pass the next term, so they're repeating it with us. Yeah, and so uh, just having that in our class, like, how does that make you feel? Does that make you feel more nervous, more scared, or a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> um, I was actually just thinking about this this morning with the guy that I was paired with. Because it's cool that we're both paired with one of those guys. Yeah, um, we each have a guy in, in our specific clinical groups where they have uh, both gone through that. Yeah, um, and both of them, I think, because your guy too, they just barely didn't make it. Yeah. It was like mm-hmm. a seven. They were, they were down by like only like less 1%. Less than 1%. Or like they just they were like 1% away from passing that term. And yeah. they because of that, they had to fail. They don't, because you can't round up. They never round nope, up. They never round. Yep. So get that out of the door. You need an 80% to pass and you got a 79.9, you're out. Sorry. Exactly. Um, but anyway, they I, it makes me a little nervous, uh, especially after talking to him at clinical and telling me about how you know the difficulty just spikes the second term. Just, yeah. I mean, we already saw that the second test felt a lot harder than the first one. Yes, substantially um, harder. Yeah. We still did good, but um, it's still, I didn't feel nearly as good at the end of that test no. than I did at the first one. The first test, I finished in like 30 minutes. Yeah. And that second test, I took the whole like hour and 15. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, I I only did about 40 minutes. That's probably why I got a B and you had an A. I, <laughs> I, took, I took my time on that. Yeah. And it was needed, but I'm so that makes me a little nervous that there's going to be another huge difficulty spike. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, I don't know this guy. I don't know if he True. has time to study all the time. Or I don't if he know does. what's going on behind his yeah. In his yeah, life. it sounded like he made he made it sound like there was a lot more going on outside of nursing school that term that that uh, that affected his hurt studying. his chances. Yeah, he also mentioned that he um, at the start of that term what he had been doing to study wasn't working anymore. Oh, okay. And it took him about to the end of the term. To figure out to, his groove. Yeah. And then it was too late. Plus, that was COVID. It was right when it started. Gotcha. So they actually didn't take one of their last tests. Uh-huh. So he didn't have the opportunity to... To improve his grade. Improve his grade, yeah. That so, sucked. Yeah, that would really piss me off. Yeah, uh, same. But so it's it does make me a little nervous because mm-hmm. I kind of was thinking, okay, if you can make it through the first term, you've... Probably you're probably gonna be fine for the rest as long as you don't get distracted and you just keep doing what you're doing. Like you made it, you made it through one term. Just do the same thing for the following terms and yeah. you'll be okay. But now that you hear that people do make it past the first term and still fall, mm-hmm. uh, it's like oh, it makes me a little nervous. What about you? It's funny that you say that because so my guy that uh, he he uh, he he didn't have the opportunity to go to the second term, so he he. Uh, Failed oh, his first term. His first term. Okay. Yeah. So he missed out on, oh gosh, like 0.8% from passing one of his classes. It's like and, the election right now. I know. <laughs> Seriously though, it's it's, it's 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 tough to watch. But anyway, it's 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 heartbreaking too because you have set so many you've had so many sacrifices that you had to make you need in order to get to that position, and and to only miss out on 
moving on from 0.8%. Yeah. It's, it's, it's heartbreaking. And it'd be really demotivating. It is. It really is. And and, and, and kudos for him for trying again and, yeah. and going the next year. And oh, I don't I think other programs do the same thing, but ours if you fail twice, you're you're done. They don't let you back in. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. You have two chances. if you, you have if two you, chances and then you're out. And it includes two, um so it's not three strikes, two strikes you're out? No, it's two. And it's uh, academic failure or any other like safety reasons or Damn. whatever. If you get if you don't voluntarily withdraw uh before a certain week sure or if it's like a safety thing it's just you're done for with damn two, you get two tries yeah i didn't know that but uh what was i saying so it's demotivating and props to him for doing you doing it again yeah and so it, it's just the one thing i i highly recommend i know we're not supposed to give tips. it's fine dude i was just i mean I just don't want to be like NRSNG where yeah. it's like, oh, here's an episode of how to pass this class. Like, exactly. It's no. just not what this is about. It's not like that. It's one thing, if before you start nursing school or before you even start any rigorous academic program, I highly recommend each and every one of y'all to know what works best for you. What, know what, uh, how to study uh, if you're a visual learner or if you're uh, an arithmetic learner. Or if you learn more by speaking it out to someone in a group setting, do do what works best for you. Because I can't tell you how many times the very first week of our program, where every single one of us, I shit you not, have asked and went up to the professors, hey, what is the best way of studying? What is the best way for us to prepare for an exam? It's it, it, That just goes to show that, uh, I mean, yeah, you want to pass your test. Right. But if you haven't figured that out yet, then you're going to have a hard time accustomed acclimating yeah acclimating to uh just whichever material that they're going to be teaching yeah because they go through a lot of concepts in just a short period amount of time and they expect you to know everything it feels like they cram two weeks worth of a and p into a single lecture like i remember the very first two weeks of the term i was complaining to you it it was like we had to read like like so we had orientation like on a thursday and a friday and then had like 160 pages by monday yeah and we got to read like 160 to 200 pages before the first day of the fucking class. Yeah, like, are you kidding me, dude? Yeah. And that's not just us. Like, no. I've, I, I, I feel like that's a pretty much a nationwide thing amongst uh, all nursing programs. Yeah. Is that they, is this whole, I just feel like that whole entire first year of your program is just going to be them trying to weed out the week. That's what I think, too. I really do, too. Mm-hmm. And once you have, uh, progress to your second year like you still have to try yeah 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 but, but now that you've gotten there you've shown to the teachers that oh i can handle the workload i can handle the stress i can handle the stress because that's another part of it is exactly that they don't want nurses that are going to graduate and then i mean clam it, up it, the it makes sense if you roadblock if you are not able to function uh psychologically or mentally uh even during school then you're not going to be able to be uh pass do in, you, the, in the real real world do you go on to reddit at all Oh, all the time. Have you gone to the student nurse subreddit? Oh, all the time. There are so many people on that subreddit that are just complaining about like, oh, my anxiety. I'm, I'm, you know, I don't know if I can keep doing this yeah. and I'm so depressed and I'm, you know, I'm, my marriage is falling apart and, mm-hmm. all, and I'm like, dude, at a certain point, mm-hmm. maybe this isn't for you. Yeah. Like you really got to consider, it would be so horrible to say, especially, I think that that's a problem in healthcare in general is that the people that come into this field have such big hearts that they, I mean, I want to become a nurse because I want to help people. And then to have that kind of just super uh, 
empathetic and what and then not be able to get like it would hurt a yeah, lot. Yeah, it would crush well your soul. But at a certain level, if it's ruining your life, mm-hmm. there are other options out there for the medical field that, like, yeah, they might not pay as well. Yeah, or they exactly. Might be... I cannot stress enough how important your mental health is. Yeah, and th- there's a, I think there's a statistic that I read somewhere where a lot of the, the majority of like, uh, healthcare providers that you see have some sort of mental illness. Yeah, and uh, if. Probably contributes to the amount of burnout in the medical field. True, that's a real thing. I've witnessed it firsthand. Yeah, and it's just if you, you gotta learn how to take care of yourself, because if you can't, you're not gonna be able to function in a real world where you're actually uh, have to deal with whichever choices that you make might end up killing your patient. Yeah. So if you can't handle reading a hundred to two hundred pages every week, or even uh completing three assignments while on top of that a project and 12 hour clinicals 12 hour clinicals and, and focusing on the tests and yeah. managing other prior um relationships or making sure hobbies. your fucking insurance doesn't exactly elapse and then you get kicked out yeah. for a stupid technicality I don't, I don't know if the nursing school is for you yeah is if you can't handle the basic stuff you're not going to be able to handle the real stuff when it comes down time to buckle down and Get it done. And get it done. Yeah, and it's not to like dis dissuade people from doing it either. Mm-hmm. Uh, you should definitely. You might think that you can't handle it, but then you get there and you you're totally fine. Yeah, and you act, like there are people. Um, I've seen it in that student nurse subreddit, but I've mm-hmm. heard it from other folks too that they just realize six months or a year into nursing school, they're like, you know what, this is not as hard as they thought it as I thought it was going. Mm-hmm. Even though I knew it was going to be hard, it's not nearly as bad as I thought it was going to be, and I get it. And I get the groove and I know how it works now and I can just, I figured it out. Yeah. You know, some and, people, and, it just clicks. And once you start nursing school, go out of your way to try to make one, two, three friends in your class because they are going through the same experience as you are. If you guys both struggle together, you're, the, the chances of you excelling in the program are that much higher because you're able to uh, talk work it off. out yep. and work off all that built up stress and... Um, keep each other motivated and it's, it's, I, yeah just make a friend make a friend make and, a friend but be make nice sure, and make a friend make sure that when you do that though there are people that are also motivated to keep going because yes. that's the, you can also get the opposite effect of yes. you, you're both just stressed about everything and mm-hmm. it's just a snowball effect and then you both and then you both lose you both get kicked out or you both don't exactly pass so let me rephrase that be friends but be selective in your yeah, choices yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't cast the widest net no um that also makes me think uh, that, like, I like you because you're smarter than me, like, no, I mean, considerably I, smarter I, than I, me. I, I, I don't think so. I just, I just think that I read more than you. You do read more than me, <laughs> but you're. I, I have always, through all my prereqs, I just love surrounding myself with people that I think are smarter than me. True. So that, also, I'm Asian, and yeah, if you, I fail my parents, I. Pretty much, they're gonna cut you off. They're gonna cut me off. They're yeah. gonna cut my dick off. You're gonna be, yeah, you're, yep. you're gonna be disowned. Like. Exactly. Well, there goes my two inches. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just, uh, I can't stress that enough either. It, there was one point in my prereqs where it was between ANP one and two. Sure. And uh, my study group for the, uh, so we had the class and the lab, you know, the lab, the two different classes. Mm-hmm. And my study group that I had formed for the ANP1 class was in the early lab time and okay. I was in the afternoon labs. Yeah. And the group that I was in for afternoon labs 
was the only time in all of my schooling that I've ever felt like, okay, I am the smartest person in this group. Really? These, I mean, they were young kids that were, I don't, I don't think they were dumb, but I know that they weren't putting, none of them ended up going to AMP3, but uh, they just weren't putting in the effort and they didn't know. I mean, it was the only time I've ever felt like I was smarter than everyone in my group and I hated it. I hated that I just, uh, I'm tra- not trying to sound like an asshole, but um, I like being able to bounce questions and ideas off the other people and then them knowing if they don't know the answer we can at least work it out exactly instead of like oh i don't know uh yeah you, you can really tell um if i'm just interacting with a person just for a short period of, amount of time if, if they're a motivated or b uh take their work seriously yeah so you even see that as like cnas and stuff too you even see that scene i can't tell you how many times i've worked with lazy it sucks cnas it sucks it makes your job so much harder yep. i mean even with nurses yeah i mentioned that in another episode um there are CNAs because of the low barrier to entry for CNAs. Sure. There are amazing CNAs that yep. are fantastic and yep. they kick so much ass and CNA is a hard fucking job, but it's also really easy to become one and there's a lot of really shitty CNAs that yeah. just it's really unfortunate mm-hmm. that when you get but you know when you get stuck with one and yep. you know that you, it's so easy to it tell. It makes your night that much worse. Yeah. Like, Day oh, or okay. night whichever you day, whichever shift you work. This person's going to take a 30 minute bathroom break and sit uh-huh. on their phone. That's mm-hmm. going to be fun. Yep. But yeah, well, let's see. What are we at? Just under an hour. So let's try to get like one or two more things and then wrap it up. Yeah. What do you want to talk about? We got to get back to studying. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, let's think. We got. Uh, let's see, we got our test this f- tomorrow, and then we got when is our next test? Like for the other class, not two for weeks. Pharmacology. Two weeks. Yeah. Okay. So not this upcoming week. Uh, we have it the following week. Okay. And yeah, next Wednesday we have it's Veterans Day, so there's no oh it's, there's no class or anything. Well, there's clinical, but you still have clinicals. I yeah. don't because I have sim. Oh, that's right. You're yeah. not doing you're not doing sim. Uh, it got moved to Friday. Oh, okay. Which sucks. That does kind of suck. Yeah. Well, I have clinical next next Wednesday. Um, so that'll be fun. But um, what do you want to talk about? I don't know. I don't know if there's anything. Can you think of anything else? Let's see here. You know, I also forgot to do the drinking game this time around, but that's just because we were. We have like a test we, tomorrow. We can't drink. Well, it's not it's not drinking, drinking. Uh, the podcast that I used to listen to that I was telling you about, they would always like every episode they'd be drinking like like IPAs or different mm. trying stuff out, and then they'd rate it. And it was just like a fun thing that they did every time. Gotcha. Uh, they would always rate it like, oh, I give this one six, uh, infected IV sites out of 10 like just shit like they would just pull shit out like that it was so funny gotcha you know actually i do have one thing so you did mention not that i'm a a bad friend or anything but i just haven't had the chance or time to listen to any of your previous episodes that's fine and neither is anyone else and and you <laughs> mentioned that uh i got 100 percent on my first test yeah um uh, oh you cheated nice. uh, no i did not cheat it it's very hard to cheat Come on, uh, confess. I know that's what not, you... No, I, I don't. No, no. Now that every test is monitored by some sort of AI while you're taking it online, they track your eyesight. Big they, brother. Yeah, like no shit. They track your eyesight. They track your, your mouse movements. They make sure you, uh, your mouse clicker or pointer is stays within the, the, boundary, the, of... the boundary of the window. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're not allowed to have any tabs open. It's it, It's insane. Like, they take this seriously. I mean, I, I'm glad they are. Yeah. But at the same time, like when you are taking an exam where you have to uh, 
do math problems, it, it it's kind of gets worrisome because it's like I'm not cheating. Or if you have your dog walk in on you, yeah, when you tell him to wish away, it's like I'm not communicating to any human. It's my dog, right? And I know that there were people. I can't remember if they were in our full class or if they were just in my group, but I know somebody mentioned that during one of their tests, like their kids walked in the room or something. Sure. And they didn't, you know, get in trouble. They say that if you have someone walk in the room, you're, it's like a, oh my God, we're going to report you and you're going to fail. And sure. Cause they're worried that you're cheating. But mm-hmm. I mean, it sounds like it's uh, like what you were saying with the paper. We're supposed to, if we have a piece of scratch paper, we have to show it to the camera at the start that it's blank on both sides. And then and rip then, it at, before you submit the final question. Yeah. That... So you have to show it again at the end and then rip it up so that they can see that you're not cheating. And I didn't do that. The mm-hmm. first, I had the paper, but I didn't show that I ripped it or anything because I didn't know. Uh, and I never got talked to about that. No, at all. I didn't either. Yeah. But, but uh, yeah, I, I wanted to continue on that one conversation where, you know, we've already, it's only been six weeks into the term, but we've already had a couple people drop. Yeah. Which is a shame because it's the people that's, that end up dropping, it, it surprises you because you would think I thought they had prior it. that they, yeah, they, they had the, the kahunas, yeah. the, the, the frijoles to <laughs> pass the Boy, program. Uh, yeah, especially the one the one gal that was in our group. In like, your clinic group, yeah. I was... I, I took a, some of my prerequisite classes with her and she I was, thought she was incredibly smart and bright. Yeah. Like I thought she had and it she totally is. with it. it. She she definitely is. It's yeah. not that she wasn't. She couldn't hack it. I, like so, I was so, saying, so what was the main problem that it was? Uh, it sounded like a because she had no experience as a CNA. She was really felt out of her element. Sure, um, but oh, it's starting to rain pretty good. Um, she it was that, but it was I think a big part of it was that COVID. It was her kids being at home all the time, and so she had a lot on her plate. Just wait, she had to take care of her kids mm-hmm. while because they were doing school at home, you know, yeah. Zoom classes and stuff. And so she was telling us, uh, like I was telling you, a couple weeks in when I met up with her to do some studying, um, she was just saying that it was really hard to manage. Sure. She she already was kind of unsure a couple sure. weeks in that she was going to be able to do it because of her kids, which is so sad because on one hand it's like. She's, yeah, she's one of the nicest. She's so nice. She's so nice. She would have been a great nurse. She would be a great she nurse if been. she if she uh, comes back into it like when her kids are yeah. a little older. I hope she does because um, she was like I was saying, she looked like a nurse already. <laughs> like she had the hairstyle and just the mentality. Like she she had the attitude. Yeah, she mm-hmm. looked and sounded and acted like a nurse until you got her in the clinical set. Like when we were doing our simulations, she was just shaking like a leaf the whole time, just really nervous. That's about, a shame. Yeah, um, she did good. It's not that she wasn't. Um, making good just calls a lot or anything. Of anxiety. Just too much anxiety coupled with the kids being stuck at home yeah. and uh, everything that we have to do is really sad. And then what about yours? Uh, other than the gal that never showed up. Yep. Um, it, it, it's just, it's it's hard to do because, okay, so nursing school, they, even though, it's so with our program, uh, it the credits doesn't necessarily equate to being a full-time student. Such bullshit. It, and it's it, not it just is. our program. When I called my scholarship people yeah. and I told them like, hey, it's not technically full-time. Is yeah. it, do I need to take another class? They were like, no. Lots of nursing programs do that. They mm-hmm. don't do So we ex- we know what it's like. You're fine. Yeah. Just send it so that's a real thing. So just be aware that your financial aid might get affected. You just make sure to double check and you get the full amount that you are signing up for. Yeah. If if you need like 12 credits to get federal financial yeah. aid to be full time exactly like ours it's like 10 credits a yeah term, which is such bullshit yeah and they and even know that it's bullshit they tell you in the emails they're like oh and by the way don't think that because it's only 10 credits it's not good yeah we, we recommend not working and we re- you're gonna need a lot of time mm-hmm. give us a 12 credit class like what the yeah fuck? so even though it doesn't equate to being a full-time program the amount of work 
oh my gosh, you have to treat this like a full-time job. Yeah. It, it, it's like you were saying with your classmate that if you have a lot going on in your life, if you have a lot of uh, commitments that you that you cannot disregard or anything like that, I'd, look I'd into look into them, see what you can cut off and yep. what you can uh, possibly postpone until you're all done with school. And look into your program and see if you... Like what we were saying with ours, if you drop out twice, you're done. Yeah. So if it's something that's that strict, you might consider not, not doing it, not yeah. wasting a chance. You could try, and then hopefully you do but good. But you don't want to risk that. Yeah, if you only get two chances, you don't want to risk one of them knowing that you're going to have a hard time with Ex- all the other Exactly, exactly. And it's just, uh, there's, so, there's so many times where people uh, don't have the time management or they don't have the resources available for uh, they got assistance. Like, e- e- so even for myself, like I, so I used to work full time prior to starting nursing school and I Commendable. Knew, and I, uh, thanks, thanks. And I knew going in that I was not going to be able to do that. I yeah. will not be able to work full time. I work night shift, work full time and then be dead tired out of my ass and go to class in the morning. No, I knew from the get go that, so whichever place that you either, if you end up quitting or outright or working out with management and saying hey i can only work one day a week and a lot of places are cool about yeah, that too especially if it's a medical place and mm-hmm. like a hospital or a long-term care setting and they know that you're going to nursing school and they think hey maybe this guy's going to come back as a nurse like, exactly just they, talk talk with your talk with your bosses talk with your schedulers and i guarantee you half the time that if you end up working at the same place that you're going while you're going to nursing school Nine times out of ten, they're going to hire you. Yeah, you'll have like almost a guarantee, unless you're a shitty. Unless you're a shitty CNA, then yeah. you're a shot of luck. Yeah, but just, it just, it's while well, the whole entire time that you're working as a CNA there, and you have the aspiration of being a nurse, and you know one day you're going to be going to nursing school. The whole entire time you're working is pretty much a job interview. Yeah, and so just keep doing that hard work and don't fuck around, and just keep looking yeah. at all the other nurses that are fucking stupid. <laughs> and think, okay, how did this guy pass? Okay, if this motherfucker can pass nursing school, you can do it too. You can too. Yeah, not not to be not to be an asshole or anything, but yeah. No, I want to be an asshole. There's some stupid fucking nurses. It's, it's, out there. it's just reassuring, you know. <laughs> and it's just um, one one of the gals on our clinical rotation yesterday. One of the nurses. Yeah. I mean, she wasn't. I didn't think she was dumb because I didn't ever talk to her. Sure. But her whole attitude and demeanor, the whole shift that we were there. Um, both of us, we were like, Ooh, I'm glad we didn't get paired up with this person because she just did not look like she was having it. She might've just been having a bad day, but she looked, I mean, I've seen that same, that same appearance and that same behavior from CNAs too, where they just don't want to be there and just admit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't Don't, be that guy. Don't be that. Or, or gal. Or gal. Don't, don't be that person. Yeah. You dick. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to wrap it up. It's been too long. Um, we got to get back to studying. What time is it? Like, oh Jesus. So yeah, Alex, thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's been fun. I think we should do this more Hopefully often. Hopefully, like you the, invite me more. And uh, I want to. Do, I, I will tell more raunchy, even raunchier, and more disgusting and dirty, dirty, dirty stories. Alex, Alex, dirty story power hour, dude. I love it. Um, I it'll be tougher to do a, uh steady release schedule if we have to balance two people but i mean we're in the same program so we got a lot of the same scheduling um so yeah i want to have you back on yeah you want you, you can take up the mantle as the official straight talk 
co-host. <laughs> I don't know about that, but definitely have me as a guest, and I will happily <laughs> share my love stories. Okay, I just got rejected. This is how that feels. Uh, it's just like high school. Like I can feel my heart just sinking into my into my guts. Oh, you got that butterflies? Depressing. I'm just I'm just teasing you. You so, know, so how does that feel? <laughs> just slowly caressing. <laughs> Now I'm gonna have I'm gonna get an F tomorrow. My my psyche is gonna be so. Uh, nah, we're gonna we're gonna ace it. Yeah, I'm gonna walk through it, punch that test in the face. Okay, mm-hmm. thank you again. Thank you for being here. This is great. Thank you for listening. If you wanna get in contact with the show, you can email us at stalknursing at gmail.com. That's stalknursing at gmail.com. Email in with your complaints about your program or your accomplishments or whatever you want to say, and then we'll talk about it on the show. And then if you want to call into the show, the uh, we have a voicemail, and the number to call is... I have to pull it up. The number to call is 860-578-8293. That's 860-578-8293. Nobody's going to answer. Just call and leave a voicemail and... Nobody's done it yet, so I haven't had a chance to play oh, one on the show. So, sad. so you gotta you gotta gotta use that thing. I, come on, I people, took the time take, to take his V card. Yeah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next time and have a fantastic day. Peace. <laughs>